Welcome to the Raise Your Vibes podcast. I'm your host, Zalissa, and I'm a business coach for women solopreneurs. Each week, I discuss a blend of spirituality, energetics, and business tools for success. My goal is to show you that you can make massive amounts of money as a spiritual entrepreneur, marketing does not have to feel icky, and you truly are worthy of having it all simply by being authentically you. I'm your guide to manifesting the life and business of your dreams so easily it feels like magic. Let's raise your vibes. What is up, ladies? Welcome back to the Raise Your Vibes podcast. As always, I'm your host, Alyssa, and today we're discussing healing money stories. But first, I wanted to give you a heads up that my monthly plant medicine ceremony is happening on the full moon this month. So on August 22nd, we'll be gathering virtually through Zoom. We'll be saying intentions for our plant medicine journey with Mama Aya, and I'll guide you through a healing meditation that's sure to align you with the energy of your higher self and purpose. And to end, we'll open the space for talk therapy and coaching as well as, you know, just whatever intuitively comes up for the energy of our group. The pre-roll that I use is a mellow blend, and it's honestly a really great introduction to the world of psychedelics, and it can really be used daily in microdoses to help with depression, anxiety, and other mental and emotional healing. It's a blend of ayahuasca vine leaf, damiana, mugwort, and lavender herbs for a very gentle healing and return home to your truth. In the past, I've shared a few podcast episodes about plant medicine healing and how it's helped me along my journey, so I definitely recommend going and listening to those if you're interested. And when you're ready to join our ceremony, you can go ahead and shoot me an email to reserve your space at raiseyourvibes1111 at gmail.com. So that's raiseyourvibes1111 at gmail.com for only $222, and that does include the medicine as well as a thank you gift being sent to you. I cannot wait to hold space for you. Now, moving into today's episode, we're talking about money stories, and I wanted to go over some of the most common stories that I hear from clients, and honestly, many of them are ones that I've experienced myself throughout my entrepreneurial journey, and I've had to heal through as well. Number one, the first thing that I always hear is the belief that's often passed down from our parents that money is the root of all evil and it breeds greed. First of all, money is just an energy. So whatever energy you decide to give money is the energy that it will hold. It's the same thing as if I picked up a piece of paper because let's be real, money is paper, and said, this here paper is the root of all evil. It breeds greed. I do not want this paper in my house or around me. Well, if you're giving it that energy, then that's the energy it's going to hold. And that's true for all things, whether it be a candle or a pair of shoes or a a fucking cup, like literally anything. Money is not the root of all evil. Yes, there are people in this world who have held money and who have become greedy from it and have done evil things with money. Yes, 100%. I'm not going to pretend that that's not a real thing. It absolutely is. However, 
people have done evil, horrible things with all sorts of different items. It's just that it's often perpetuated that money is the cause of this and it's not. That person has given that energy to the money. That person held that energy within their bodies and that's why they began using it for evil. That's why they became greedy. That's why they began doing all the awful things that they do. Not because of the money, but because of their own energy. And you being, I'm guessing because you're here on my podcast, a spiritually minded businesswoman, you hold a beautiful energy. Everything you do is heart-centered. Everything you do is to help the greater good of humanity and to help those around you in beautiful ways. So imagine for just a moment, if rather than all the corrupt people currently in power and in charge, instead of them having all the money and being the millionaires and billionaires of the planet, let's imagine for a moment, all of us spiritually based people, all of us um, light workers and healers and shadow workers and witchy people, Imagine if they were the next millionaires and billionaires of the planet. Imagine what a big difference that would make. Imagine, you know, people who really and truly cared about our planet and our society and other beings as a whole and really truly understood the interconnectedness and oneness of us all. Imagine if we were the ones to hold all the money and to be in charge. Everyone talks about a paradigm shift. Everyone talks about rising into the fifth dimension, but that's not going to happen if we continue to say money isn't for us and allow all these greedy assholes to be in charge. We need to be the ones in charge. We need to be the ones running shit. And honestly, let's be real. Money makes the world go round. So why not accept that while we're here on this physical plane, while we're here on earth, We are allowed to accept and embrace money and use it for good. Imagine all the good you can do if you're making a fuck ton of money. Imagine all the people you could help, all the uh, places you can donate to and help within your community, all the differences that you can make by using money. So I want you to really work on changing that mindset. It's something that, you know, I grew up hearing all the time as a child, that money is the root of all evil, it breeds greed, it's not good for you. And, you know, that thought process makes your energy naturally reject money, because you're essentially telling the universe, money isn't good, I don't want it, I don't need it. So the universe is like, all right, Captain, you got it, no money coming your way. And that's what happened to me growing up. And then you know what, I grew up, I'm gonna be honest, very, very poor. And my parents were always struggling for money, trying to find different weird, unorthodox ways of getting money. And as much as they said, you know, money's the root of all evil and we don't need money to be happy, they were consistently in a chase of money and in hustle mode trying to get money. So it doesn't really work out. It doesn't really make sense when you truly think about it and break it down like that. You can't say that you don't need money and then spend your entire life in pursuit of hustling to get money. You feel me? So we're going to let go of that belief right here and right now. Money is not the root of all evil. It does not breed greed. It holds the energy you decide to give it. Number two, I kind of briefly touched on this for a moment. It's hard to make money and you have to hustle in order to make it. 
no. <laughs> this is an outdated way of thinking, okay? Our entire structure as a society has been very patriarchal and all about the hustle, 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 go, 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 do, do, do. And we're not doing that anymore. We've now stepped into the age of Aquarius. We're coming back home to ourselves, all of humanity, no matter what pace they're working at, is starting to awaken to their innate truths and their innate gifts and start to get back in touch with their spirituality. Now, money is a form of abundance. And all humans have the... the, 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 (laughs) All humans have the divine birthright of abundance. It's not just for certain people. It's for everybody. It's your divine birthright here. Now, that can be an abundance of happiness, of health, of wealth whatever it may be, just abundance in general. And that includes money. You do not have to work hard to make money. You do not have to hustle your ass off and work 50, 60, even 70 hours a week in order to make money. No, that's going to burn you out and make it to where, yes, you're making money, but you're not even enjoying it. You're not even getting to spend time with family or able to share it or able to enjoy the life that this money provides for you. It's called financial freedom for a reason, but if you're making yourself kind of imprisoned to this life of, I have to work, I have to work, I have to work in order to make this money, that's not financial freedom. And that's the whole point of becoming an entrepreneur is to be able to make money on your terms, make money the way that you want to, when you want to, and to make a fuck ton of it doing what you love. So why are you going to make it harder than it needs to be? I know that all of these marketing gurus and tech people out there, they have all these proven methods and all these algorithms and bullshit to help you make money. And if you notice, the most common theme when people try this out is they say it doesn't work for them because everyone has their own unique energy. So what works for one person and their ability to make money is not going to work for everyone. Everyone has their own unique way of doing things that works for them, which is why when I work with my clients, I go based off of their human design chart in order to make a custom tailor-made marketing plan that works specifically for their energy so that they can make money in a way that feels aligned to them and they don't have to work as much to do so. Trust me, I get it. I used to be that person that tried all the things and watched all the millions of marketing videos and podcasts and YouTube videos and freebies and all the bullshit. I was the one who was up till three, four in the morning drinking hella coffee, (laughs) trying to put out all the content and do all the things that they told me to do and nothing worked. I saw no growth. I was hustling my ass off for nothing. And lately... I've been working less than ever. I've been working seriously like maybe five hours a week and I've seen the most growth in my business, the most people joining my Facebook group, the most people on my podcast. I'm having weekly consultation calls. I booked clients last week and I'm only working five hours a week because I'm only doing the things that are in alignment with me and feel good for me and my business. I'm still showing up. I'm still taking action because that's a huge part of your business. You can't just wave a magic wand and shit happens. You still have to show up. But 
I'm only showing up in ways that feel good and aligned for me, and it's making all the difference. And that's what I teach my clients to do as well. Number three, a big one I've heard that honestly surprises and shocks me every time I hear it and kind of like honestly makes me feel a little bit sad um, just for the person who's saying it. I've heard potential clients say, I'm not meant to make money. It's not for me. I'm meant to just work hard and settle and do this my entire life. No, 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 no. No one is meant to settle. No one is meant to struggle throughout their entire life. No one is meant to sit and think on a day-to-day basis, how am I going to make ends meet? How am I going to put food on the table? How am I going to pay rent? No. That is a serious lack and scarcity mindset that is not going to get you anywhere. I already said before, abundance is a divine right to all humans. And when you say that you're not meant to make money and that it's not something for you, you're saying that it's not your divine right. You're pushing away something that is innately yours from the moment that you're born here on this earth. And that's just simply not true. You are meant to make money. You are meant to do the things that light you up and make you filled with happiness and joy and freedom and abundance. And that's a huge, huge block that needs to be healed. And again, this is something I work on with my one-on-one clients, but it takes that leap of faith to say, you know what? I've grown up my entire life thinking I'm not meant to make money and I'm meant to just struggle my entire life, but I want to change this. I want to do something different. I don't want to stay in this mindset and in this belief system. I'm going to do something about it and taking that leap of faith. The universe loves leaps of faith. As soon as you do it, usually the universe will like reward you in some amazing way to say like, yeah, keep going. You did it. Woohoo. You know what I mean? (laughs) Number four, putting money on a pedestal. This is something I didn't realize that I did until I started working with my own money mindset coach. If you're the type of person, let's think of the show like Fear Factor. I don't know if you remember that from back in the day where people would just do like crazy outrageous things. And if you like made it all the way through and like conquered these crazy fears, then you would get a whole bunch of money. I don't remember what it was, like $100,000 or some shit. I don't know. But I remember watching that show when I was younger and thinking, oh, I would do anything for $100,000. Pour spiders on my head? Sure, go for it. Put me in a tank full of snakes? Oh, yeah, sure, no problem. Have me jump off of a train? Okay, yeah, I'll do that. $100,000? I need that money. No. If you're putting money on a pedestal and putting it above you as if money is better than you, then you're going to continue to struggle attracting and making money because like all things this is a universal truth and it's one of the laws of physics like attracts like so if you're putting money on a pedestal you're saying that it's on a higher vibration than what you energetically are on and it makes it to where you're not an energetic match so no matter what you do you're not going to become that energetic match that allows you to attract and make the money that you deserve You need to raise your vibration and say that money is either 
below you or beneath you. So it's easy for you to just kind of walk on by and pick it up whenever you feel like it. Or you need to, at the very least, become an energetic match so that you attract it much easier. Putting money on that pedestal and saying that it's above you or better than you is not doing you any favors. Again, it's literally just a piece of paper that you're giving energy to. And you're giving it way too much energy if you're putting it on a pedestal. You need to bring that shit down or you need to raise your vibe higher or a combination of the two. Number five, as a spiritual entrepreneur, I shouldn't charge for healing services. Again, no. (laughs) I feel like after every single thing, I'm like, no, no, no. Like, trust me, I get it. Again, this is something that I myself did in the beginning. When I first started my business and I was a product-based business, and then I started integrating uh, Reiki healing once I became attuned and I began doing tarot readings and chakra healings, I also said, you know, I'm not going to charge for these services. It's not right to charge for healing services. And it was the quickest way to get burnt out. I got so burnt out, so frustrated because I was being flooded with people wanting free services from me and they either weren't showing up because it was free, so they didn't have, like, any sort of attachment to it, and they were just like, whatever, it's free, I can let it go, or they were showing up, and they weren't, even though they were showing up physically, they weren't showing up energetically, if that made sense. They weren't showing up ready to do the work, ready to do the deeper inner healings, and the things that are associated with it, so I was putting all my energy out. I was pouring out all this energy to others, but I wasn't receiving anything back in return. So because it wasn't that equal energetic exchange, because again, money is energy. So when you're putting your healing out there, when you're putting your work and uh, your readings or whatever it is that you do out there, you need to receive money back so that it becomes an equal energetic exchange. Otherwise, you're going to get burnt out and frustrated and end up ghosting a whole bunch of people just like I did and then I felt horrible for doing so because I was like oh my god these people reached out for me wanting help wanting healing and I ghosted them that's not okay what the hell is wrong with me but it's because I was so burnt out and I was so energetically overwhelmed and spent and in true Pisces nature being the hermit that I am I ended up hopping off of social media for like months on end and like needed to completely like replenish my energy and regroup after doing that. And then when I did come back, I decided to start charging finally. But even then I wasn't charging enough. I was charging very minimally because I wanted to reach a wider audience of people. And again, this did not serve me. This did not help because sure, I would get people from time to time, but they still weren't showing up in their highest vibe the way that they needed to in order to truly integrate the healing that I was providing for them. And they were just wanting more, more, more. And me not having those boundaries set in place about them, I would give them more, more, more because I just wanted to help. I just wanted to be of service. And this started once again, that downward spiral of, oh my God, I'm wasting my energy away. I need to replenish my energy. So again, I hopped off social media and went ghost for a while. I've done this quite a few times, guys. So trust me, I know, I get it, I understand it. 
And this is why you need to charge for your services. You wouldn't go to a massage therapist and expect it to be for free. You wouldn't go to get your car serviced and expect it to be for free. So why is it that you are putting all this time, energy, and effort into your work and doing it for free? That's not okay. You need to charge your worth. Number six, this is kind of on the opposite side of the spectrum, which I've also kind of flip-flopped and been on before, where you feel that you're charging too much and that's why people aren't buying from you. No, this is a limiting belief. If you're if you put a price on your service and you feel that you're charging too much for it and people aren't buying from you, then that's going to become your truth because your thoughts and beliefs are what create your actions and your energy and that's the vibration that you put out into the world. And again, like I mentioned earlier, like attracts like. So the more that you put that energy out, the more you're going to attract that energy where you have lots of people reaching out to you who are interested in your work, but then they say, oh, I can't afford it right now. Oh, that's too much money. Oh, do you have any lower cost uh, options that we can do instead? No. You need to, again, raise your vibration. You need to have those healthy boundaries put into place because your boundaries tell other people the level of respect that you expect from them and keeping them in place, not letting them kind of come and go as they please. No, having those firm boundaries set in place and letting people know, I charge this much because of the level of work I do and that's it. You don't even need to explain yourself, just this is the amount that I charge. It is what it is. Either you work with me or you don't. And knowing that your people will buy from you. You will begin to attract your audience that is willing to buy from you. I know coaches who are charging 15 grand to work with them. My own coach charges 15 grand for six-month one-on-one services, and she books out all the time. She is consistently booked out and has a wait list because people are paying her and paying her in full. So don't think that you're charging too much for your Reiki sessions or your tarot sessions or your chakra balancing. No. Don't think that $1,000 is too much for your coaching program. No. You need to raise your vibration and raise your expectation so that more people begin to meet you at that energetic level. Okay? And if you're here on this podcast, I know it's because you most likely have a money story of your own that you're ready to heal through so that you can finally experience the financial freedom and abundance within your life and business that you know you deserve. When you work with me one-on-one, I help you bust through these limiting thoughts and beliefs and become a clear channel for your business to flourish, bring in that money with ease, and raise your vibes to finally manifest the life you've been dreaming of. Let me show you how easy it really and truly can be once you let go of all the shit that isn't serving you. Get started by booking your consultation call with me at raiseyourvibesco.com under the work with me tab, or you can use the link that's in the show notes to schedule directly. I wish you all an amazing and abundant month ahead. Happy August, ladies. Let's get out there and make the damn thing happen. Okay? Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. 
I'm so grateful to have you here. If this episode has helped you in any way, please take a moment to rate it, leave a review, and share it to your social media, making sure to tag me. I love seeing what you're up to and being able to support you. See you next week.